0: Hey guys, and welcome back to A Work In Progress. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Make sure you subscribe and get notifications so you know every single time I post. For the summer, I am planning to post weekly, so make sure you stick around and you'll see more content from me very soon. So I thought today it would be really fun to talk about all things theater. My favorite musicals, my personal theater experience, and advice on auditions and what you can do as an artist in quarantine. So make sure you listen to the end because there's some great material in the entirety of this podcast episode. So I'm first going to start off with some questions. So the first question is, what is your favorite musical? I'm an avid musical theater listener When I'm at college, I have a radio show called Night Owl. So I listen to a lot of musical theater cast albums. And I don't have a favorite show because it changes daily. But right now, I'm currently loving Wicked, Waitress, and Fun Home, and Come From Away. The next question is, what are my dream roles? And this was a question sent in by Marissa. Thank you so much, Marissa. My first dream role would be Veronica Sawyer in Heather's The Musical. Fun fact, I dressed up as Veronica for Halloween, my freshman year of college, and honestly, it was the best day ever. I love her character, I love her story arc, and her costumes are phenomenal. I am so ready to wear a blue vest with a gray skirt anytime. The second character I would love to play is Wendela in Spring Awakening. The music is so beautiful and Wendela is such a complex character, I would love to play her. Another dream role would be Jo in Little Women the musical. I love Jo March, she's very relatable because I have sisters and I love her story from being at home with her sisters to venturing out to pursue her dreams as a writer in New York City. It is a touching story about love, loss, and family and I'm so excited that it got turned into a movie recently. The last person on this list that I would love to play is Medium Allison in Fun Home. I absolutely love this show. I was so sad when I didn't get to see it on Broadway in 2015, but it honestly deserves every single Tony that it won for that year. I personally resonate with Fun Home and I love the character because she goes through many life-altering changes during college. I also feel like this was one out of the many musicals that let the LGBTQ community feel seen and heard. I hope when Broadway reopens and producers start thinking about new show ideas, that diversity is always continuous on the Broadway stages. I also think it's really important to support local, community, and regional theatres during this time. I know that a lot of theatres can't typically put on shows, but if there's a way to donate or get a gift card or buy a season pass for next year, those are a couple ways to support those theatres that are not seeing audience members due to the pandemic to talk about my personal theater experiences. I started theater when I was around 10 or 10 years old. I was involved in a production of Alice in Wonderland Jr. I was in the ensemble and I was a three of spades in the Queen of Hearts deck of cards and it was such a fun experience to go to rehearsal and to craft a character that I've never played before. It really manifested my creativity and I just loved hanging out with friends during rehearsal. Then I decided to push my theater book further and audition for the musical and the plays at my middle school. Every year we would have a fall Shakespeare play and an annual spring musical. And for middle school, having a Shakespeare play every year is pretty impressive. And I got to play a bunch of different roles like Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet, And a fairy in A Midsummer Night's Dream. This is a funny story because when it came time to sign up for the spring musical, not a lot of boys would want to participate. So I had to play a bunch of different male roles in middle school because I was considered an alto at the time. And those dream roles I just listed is for any voice type really, but now I consider myself as a soprano. My favorite role in middle school was Aladdin in Aladdin Jr. I mean, what could be better than that? I think Aladdin has some of the best songs in the show, personally. So, it was such a fun experience. Our magic carpet ride was very magical because it was probably a rug that someone found at a thrift store for $20 and there was fans constantly blowing in our hair. Very romantic, I know. And I remember one time... Everyone in the school had to attend the spring assembly where the cast and crew of Aladdin Jr. Would have to perform Prince Ali and I remember walking down the aisle and I saw a lot of kids laughing at me and judging me for wearing the Aladdin costume and singing. If you are doing an activity that brings you joy do not care about what other people think. If you love something so much you just got to do it and you have to block out the noise. Once you're starting something from an early age or starting right now, you're going to fail a couple times. But the key thing is getting back up and doing what you love. If you cannot see a world without you doing theater or if you're a person who plays sports, you will find a way to do your passion even if people don't like it. Then I move on to high school. And one of the main high school experience I had was auditioning for a high school musical theater group called the Rutgers High School Musical Theater Academy. I was always a shy kid in high school, and when I got the the pamphlet, I was so nervous. I sang Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid, and I got in the program. And that moment felt like I could do absolutely anything. That program really shaped me as an artist, I can clearly say that program was the reason I am a theater major today. I took classes in dance, acting, singing, and I met lifelong friends. We just had a reunion last week and it was so nice to see everyone and it felt like old times. It was also a community where I felt accepted and loved and seen. By the end of the program I felt so comfortable singing and doing what I love in front of groups of people And it really helped my self-confidence because at the end of the day, theater is a community. While you're rehearsing every single day, you meet a bunch of different people that'll be your lifelong friends. Also in high school, I participated in musicals and plays. And one of my favorite roles in high school was Anne Frank in The Diary of Anne Frank. It was such an important show because as a young Jewish girl who was around the same age as Anne Frank, I felt compelled to tell her story in the best light possible. Reading her diary entries in the show were just so moving, and I am forever grateful that I got a chance to play that role. Then we continue on with college. I went through the college audition process, which is where you pick out material from musical theater song cuts to contrasting monologues. After countless auditions, I decided on a BFA musical theater program. And when I went to that school, I realized very quickly that it wasn't for me. And I might do a separate podcast episode about this, but usually in my head, I think that once I surpass a certain age or complete a certain goal or do a long list of homework, that'll automatically be happy and nothing bad will ever happen again. And that is simply not true. I got to the program, and I was thinking, I've done all this work, I'm ready to start a new chapter in my life, but I simply wasn't happy, and I knew right there and then that I had to make a change. I decided at the end of my freshman year to transfer schools, and now I'm currently in a BA theater program with a double major in media and communications. And I might get some questions asking, what is the difference between a BA program and a BFA program? And I just want to preface and say, every single school and program is different. I guess I would say in general that a BFA program focuses on the craft entirely. You're not taking as many general education courses, and you're sticking to a bunch of different performance classes like dance, acting, and music theory, and singing. And in a BA, you get a little more flexibility on what you want to learn. Many students go into a BA program wanting to act, and then they come out of school and they want to be a stage manager or do professional stage makeup. You get a chance to dip your toe in many jobs in the theater industry. We are coming up to our last section of this podcast episode, and we are going to talk about audition advice. And this question was sent in from Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Thank you for sending in your question. And he asked for audition advice, so I'm going to give it to you. I think one of my best pieces of advice that I would tell actors is to be yourself. I know this sounds very cliche, but when you walk into the audition room, they also want to see the character that they are looking for, but they also want to see the person that will be playing it. It is very, 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 very important to be nice and respectful to any single person you meet during the audition. You have no idea if that person sitting next to you is the director or someone that can heavily influence the decision of getting cast or not. The next piece of advice that I would say is self-confidence. You not only have to be confident in yourself, but you need to believe that you can book this role. Because if you honestly and truly believe that you can be in the show, your confidence will shine through. And that really makes a difference. Your posture will be better. You might be able to hit the high notes confidently. And that will overall improve your audition. I would also recommend wearing something that is flattering but comfortable. You do not want to put yourself in a tight suit if you don't feel your best in it. I would suggest dressing up unless it is a show where you don't think that is entirely necessary, which could be totally true. But wearing something professional makes you feel a little more self-confident and makes you feel more put together when walking into a room full of people. I've gone on many auditions throughout my life and it is really scary. It is not an easy thing to do to be vulnerable in front of a bunch of strangers. My theater journey at the moment is kind of at a standstill when I think about post-graduation. I love theater, I am a double major, and I love being a double major, and that's something I didn't include in my BA section of the podcast. When you're a BA, you get to have more flexibility to double major. That is not in every school's case. But for most BA programs, they allow you to double major, and I think it is the best decisions I've ever made in college. When I was transferring, I wanted to double major, but I didn't know exactly what. So I decided to try out meeting communications, and I went to my first class, which was media and society. I instantly fell in love, signed the major declaration form before finals, and I love my major. I love being creative. I've learned so many skills in my media major that I can honestly apply to my theater major, such as teamwork and public speaking and all that jazz. My goal is to work at a media company in New York City someday, and although I love theater, I will always continue to support the arts because the arts are so important and vital not only to New York City, but many communities. Also, for some more audition advice, I wouldn't spend hours late into the night trying to copy Sutton Foster's rendition of Anything Goes from the musical Anything Goes to impress the casting directors. I would bring your own spin to it because casting directors, sometimes they want to see something different from the original Broadway cast album. They don't want to see a exact copy, they want to see individuality. Also for dance calls, I would suggest that you do not have to be the most perfect trained dancer. If you can move and pick up choreography quickly, that will be a really good indication of your skills. I would suggest overall if you are able to be in dance classes, that is really important. Most musicals nowadays and even theater performances have dance calls or mover calls, and it's really important to learn technique in different elements of dance, but also to train your brain to pick up choreography in a limited amount of time. Singing lessons are also a great investment. Also, if you can read music, If you already play an instrument like piano, guitar, cello, and if you know how to read music, that's also a really good skill to learn in case you go to an audition and the director wants you to sing a piece from the show that you haven't heard of before. You can easily read it and sing it in the correct key and hit all the notes, etc, etc. This is also a song from Journey and Glee, of course, did a version. But I would say don't stop believing. Musical theater is a really... And just theater in general is a really difficult industry to get into. But if you keep training and you love what you do and you could not see yourself doing anything else, I would stick to it. And for the last section of the podcast, I would like to give advice for aspiring theater artists during quarantine. I would continue making art just because you're not in high school or community theater, maybe your shows got canceled or delayed and I'm very sorry to hear that, but I wouldn't stop creating art altogether. You can even write a play and perform it over zoom and send the link to all your friends and community members and put on a show like that. There's also some amazing online workshops and even some of them are free or you pay a minimum donation fee of 10 to 15 dollars. And there are a lot of workshops and Q&As from your favorite Broadway stars all over Instagram. And I would also record yourself singing and post it online, either your website, if you have a personal website that showcases your your shows and your voice, I would put it there. But if you want to put it on social media, that would be a great way to showcase your talent and also to be As comfortable as possible singing in front of people. Even if you're singing in the corner of your room next to a solid colored wall and you're not you don't have an audience right in front of you, you still have people listening and watching on social media or YouTube and it's a great place to showcase what you've been working on and get feedback. During quarantine there is also a lot of ways to watch theater. A lot of companies are now posting professional recordings of their shows. And if you are a fan of the musical Hamilton, Hamilton will be on Disney Plus in early June, which is extremely exciting for Hamilton fans. I cannot wait until theater comes back. I know the theater industry is going to be stronger than ever I cannot wait until I sit down at a theater event. I see the theater dimming their lights and the orchestra continues to play and it's such a wonderful, incredible feeling. I love Broadway. I love theater. I'm sending love to you if your theater show got canceled or your showcase got canceled. It is extremely hard time, but I I highly suggest to keep creating art. People need art. People need to see art. People need to see your work. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you have any more theater questions, I will link my Instagram below so you can ask anything and make sure to stay safe and be well and I'll see you guys next week. Bye!